Welcome to Rooted and Robust Podcast. Hello people, hello everyone. How are you guys doing? This is Rooted and Robust Podcast. My name is Ozioma Anyoji. Can you believe it? We are on the 13th episode of this second season of the show i am super excited thank you so much guys for listening for following up for the feedback and for all the amazing comments thank you today i have a guest on the show like always you know how we do it on this show i always have a guest that will either inspire you inform you or educate you so today we are going to talk about investing in real estate right? We're going to talk about what you must know before you invest in real estate. And I have a lawyer with me on the show today. We are going to look at all the legal aspects of real estate, what you must know legally before you invest in real estate so you don't get into the into trouble. <laughs> I want to make sure I, 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 I help you escape trouble, especially as you invest. So today we are going to discuss all of this together. And I have Ezra with me today. Ezra Akin today is on the show with me. He's a lead partner at Classic Attorneys. You know what? I'm going to let him introduce himself. <laughs> so welcome, Ezra. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Oh, thank you so much. I'm happy to to be here today and um, to be having this discussion. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm glad to have you. So. Pleasure meet you. Who is Ezra Akin today? Oh, thank you. Uh, well, I don't know where to start from, but um, <laughs> okay. I'll just talk about myself professionally. I'm Ezra Akin today, a real estate and business lawyer in Lagos, practicing for over 11 years now. Wow. And um, <clears throat> yeah, so I I'm based in Lagos and I practice. Uh, my favorite uh, pastime is swimming. I love swimming a lot. So uh, that's like what I do when I'm free and when I want to catch from. Either I'm hanging out with my friends or I'm at the pool. So if you want to catch me, maybe on a weekend, it's easier to find me by the poolside. You know? So that's basically uh, about me. Okay, so when you're not doing law, you're swimming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's therapeutic. So wow. I love it a lot. Yeah. I can just be on the in the pool floating for hours, you know, mm. just you know, meditating. So yeah, that's how I enjoy and relax. Wow. Wow. Okay, so anyone listening, if you're looking for someone to compete in the pool uh, <laughs> right? i have a worthy competitor with you here <laughs> um, uh, yes yes i'm good at holding my breath so mm. if you want to compete we will go down in the water and stay and see who, wow. who can stay long, go ezra <laughs> go ezra <laughs> <laughs> awesome okay today we want to look at um the law and as relates to real estate one of the things I've, I've noticed is most people get into troubles when it comes to investments 
and with the boom around real estate it's even scary sometimes people buy properties and the next thing they are they are in the courts trying to figure out who owns what and who doesn't right so first of all when is it right at what stage is it okay to consult a lawyer a property lawyer like you because once i think about investing in real estate the first thing i think about is an agent a property agent to contact right but when is it right to get a real estate lawyer involved in the process thank you so much okay so um well i think uh there is no real i mean there is no best time and there is no worst time but for if you're looking at investing and you're serious you're serious minded if you're the type that love to do things you know the right way and according to you know um the the procedure or the way it's supposed to be done yeah then um you can contact you can either contact a real estate lawyer after um you found the property okay or just before you start you know your before you venture into your search so um for us uh, at our firm we take a lot of steps even the pre-search um advice so we we, we are not just lawyers because the truth is that you, um any lawyer can actually work with you on your real estate investment but okay. it's always best to go with a real estate lawyer the reason is because a firm like us i mean when we work with you um we we because of the knowledge because this is what we do every day so the knowledge we have can help us help you we can guide you on a lot of things you know so for if you if you, like i said if you're a serious minded person that likes to do things by the book then it's always best to contact the lawyer even before you start because we are going to help you uh cross many hurdles before you even go into the the research and also well the thing is most people actually contact lawyers maybe after they've gotten into trouble maybe they've parted with money yeah and then they are looking at you know maybe recovering the money or uh you know trying to establish their ownership mm-hmm. in the prop on the property so at that time it's it's like almost too late but that doesn't mean you can't get remedy you can always get remedy if you are contacting a lawyer at that stage so that's why i said there is no best time and there is no worst time whenever you uh contact a lawyer there is always help but if you're serious minded you should do that even before you start wow okay so um when you when you introduce yourself um initially you you emphasize that you practice in lagos um so i wanted to know that emphasis is does it matter where you are as a lawyer can I, anybody contact you from anywhere as pertains um, properties so someone is in abuja they want to buy a property but you practice in lagos um is that visible is that possible well as a real estate lawyer practicing in lagos 
uh, we I actually do cover briefs from outside Lagos. Okay. Uh, but then the thing is, um, the truth of the matter is, you know, establishing one's practice is a gradual process. Okay. So even um, uh, my practice is building up gradually. So that's why for now I lay emphasis on Lagos. As time goes by, I'm beginning to like, um, you know, extend the the level of my practice. So if you're contacting me, the truth is, as many lawyers would do as well, I might have to like work with a lawyer, another lawyer within that jurisdiction. Okay. So if you're contacting me from like maybe Edo State and you have a, a matter, there are two things I could do. I could actually refer you to a lawyer over there. Okay. Or if we've been working together, for instance, on other briefs, and then you are telling me about your property in um, Edo State, then I would work with that lawyer. I may not refer you directly, but I'll work with the lawyer and then we can achieve the very uh, good result for you. So. The, uh, um, I like to be honest and straightforward in my dealings. So, for now, my main focus area is Lagos State. So, Lagos State is where I'm quite knowledgeable. But that doesn't preclude the fact that, that lawyers actually, once you're called to buy in Nigeria, you're eligible to practice anywhere, anywhere mm. in Nigeria. But for convenience and cost purposes, sometimes it's better. In when you have a brief depending on the kind of you know matter so you might just want to like um, allow someone else within that jurisdiction so that way it's cheaper you know for a client that has you know limited funds and resources it's cheaper and more you know um, effective to deal with such matters so I'll just say yes for now my main focus area is Lagos State mm. yeah Awesome. Okay, can you can you take us through what the process looks like when a, a lawyer is contacted um, in this in this issue? What does the process look like? Because um, you want you mentioned earlier that um, it's good to either contact a lawyer before it, an agent is even contacted or after. So so if I contact a lawyer at the very um, initial stage, what would that process look like? What is those things I am supposed to know or the lawyer is supposed to take me through? Okay, so like I said earlier, um, contacting a lawyer, you know, for a lawyer who is well-grounded in, in uh, real estate, we also work with agents and we work with other real estate practitioners such as um, land surveyors, you know, um, uh, real estate companies, so we have we are, um, we we are quite broad in, in terms of what we uh, provide. Sometimes the client doesn't even need to contact an agent. When you contact us, it might be that the property you're looking for is within our uh, our area or catchment area, so to speak. Like we could actually work with you to quickly find that property you're looking for. That doesn't make us estate agents, but just because we are knowledgeable. So sometimes that could even help you, you know, cut some costs. So it all depends on the, the scenario. So for for you contacting us, uh, for you contacting a lawyer, 
you might get real estate, not just legal services, but real estate and advisory. So advisory in the sense that uh, a well-grounded real estate lawyer who knows the, the market very well can tell you, you know, things to look out for, places that have, you know, disputes already. You shouldn't, you know, places you shouldn't even go to, you know, like you should just cut out from your search. So at that point, when you're contacting us, there are a lot of things we, we would advise you on and help you, you know, to to understand. And um, it, it all depends on, you know, it's a case-by-case situation. It all depends on what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So if you're contacting a lawyer, a lawyer's duty in in real estate uh, transaction is to make sure that proper investigations are done on the property mm-hmm. and also to advise you on you know um, legal steps to take in 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 actual um, in the process of closing closing your transaction and also to prepare documents uh, title documents that would enable you um, obtain title from the property yeah okay so let's let's even talk about those documents because there are situations where this person is is claiming ownership of a particular property someone else with document is claiming ownership of a particular property so how do we know who actually owns the property since both of them have documents so what are those documents that actually um, authenticate um, someone's ownership of a particular property so just take us through the documents that are needed okay thank you so this is a very good question actually and uh, I would like to answer it this way so no two people can lay claim to a property successfully at the same time so uh, do, uh, property documentation if registered is um is chronological okay so chronological in the sense that time is actually of essence Mm -hmm. so if for instance i registered mine in 2002 and you you registered yours in 2005 Mm -hmm. the first in time will always win okay so the first in time will win. So if you're looking at purchasing a property, the first thing is to look at the documents provided. So the documents, the first document you need to see is the survey plan. Okay. So the survey plan is what um, is what describes the particular uh, location through what's called coordinates. This is uh, actually the surveyors parts like the land surveyors part but mm-hmm. i can talk on it a little bit so the survey plan is a drawing of the, the specific spots of where that property is in case for instance it's a land or a building so if you have the survey plan it will point out the exact place a surveyor can pick it up and say oh this property is located right here they, yeah. they will take you to the exact spot where the property is so when you have a survey plan, then you now talk of title documents, okay. which could be like a lease agreement or a sub lease or a deed of assignment or a deed of conveyance. 
whatever the case is. So these documents are what the lawyer will now work on to carry out his own investigation to you know to be to ensure that the person who is holding this document is either the owner of the property or has the authority of the owner to act on behalf of the owner. Okay. So once this is been properly identified, then you know you can move to the next step. Now note that where there are two people disputing ownership over a property, already that's a red flag. So okay. you don't have to go. I mean, unless that property is like maybe an oil well that you know it's unique so unique and you know it has a lot of economic benefits yeah it it's it might not even be advisable to even buy such because there's a dispute on it and that dispute can turn into a legal dispute you can go to court and then the party person you bought from if that person loses that case that means you have lost that property so I think with a lawyer on board, these are some of the advice, I mean, you know, things you get if you have a lawyer to advise you on, you know, your investment. Mm-hmm. There are issues where someone builds a house and the next thing, government demolishes it, you know, and you're wondering, is it that, is government being wicked? Or is it that someone bought <laughs> property where you know it's just amazing? Some builds yeah. a duplex and the next thing yeah, demolished. Beautiful duplex. Exactly. Uh, so how do we avoid? Are there pla- are there places where government has mapped out and maybe people are not privy mm. to such information? How do we know such things and where do we find out or where do we get such information so we can avoid these heartbreaks because they're really heartbreaking. <laughs> Oh man, this is something that happens a lot. In fact, it happened. It happens every year. Yeah. That you have people building. I think it happened at Festac mm-hmm. not too long ago. Yeah. It happened in Ebejuleki. So these are things that. So it's really a matter of encroachment. Mm. So the word is encroachment. When you encroach, if you encroach on my land, for instance, I can decide to demolish whatever you built on my land. Mm. Same thing people do every time. They encroach on government land. So what happens is uh, we have town planning laws in every state. So the government plans every town or city or village or whatever. So the reason for planning is because government wants to identify the places that will have drainages Mm-hmm. Uh, the places that will have um, public facilities like hospitals, schools, the places that the roads, you know, you have roads, you know, the government designates all these things, road, uh, hospitals, police stations, schools, drainage, and all those things. And then there are some sort of, even, you know, when you talk about water bodies, like the ocean yeah. or the um the river the lake and all of that so you now find out that people are always fond of playing funny mm-hmm. you know people are fond of playing funny so some people even take more than what they had they bought because they want more space mm-hmm. that's where you see maybe when government is trying to construct a road they start chopping off people's uh, buildings yeah. like your building they can just cut out cut off the front part 
and break the fence you know so if you if you uh this has happened a lot you know you could just be in your house and you just hear the sound of a bulldozer exactly. coming to clear a part of your house and there's yeah. nothing you can do about it because you are encroaching on the road or if you built your house on a place that the government has marked as an hospital i mean for the building of a hospital you now want to build your beautiful duplex on it no matter how beautiful that duplex is the day government will decide that they want to start construction on that hospital they are going to come to that location and they are going to destroy that that duplex yeah. so these are the things that people are not always aware of and what happens is unscrupulous agents who are looking for quick money mm-hmm. take people there and say this land is genuine buy it and unsuspecting buyers will, will pay for it and then they start constructing only for them to hear that so government same thing happened in first stack lots of people have gone to this so-called phase two and started building and then government came up and said no you have to they don't they give you a short notice to evacuate yeah and then when they come they just pull down everything so that happens a lot now that the reason is what i've explained because most of those places are government designated places also if government gives allocates a land for instance you want to build a university or an estate and you apply to the government for a particular uh, space for that and government has given you the approval and then people go behind your back to start building you can petition the government and say look the land you gave me oh, people this. are building on it yeah. so government will just tell you pay for uh, the facilities and then will come there and destroy you know so those are the things that happen that we see every day and that's why we try to always advise investors that before you go into you know investing take these necessary steps get a lawyer involved yeah because you really need you need two things basically a lawyer and a surveyor a land surveyor so those two people are going to help you know whether a property has title or is government uh, property or not so when you see people encroaching on other places like in lekki uh, is it lekki phase 1 or uh, vgc recently government had to brush out some land because they were they built on roads so you, the, the right of way was was obstructed so when you build on road government is supposed to build roads on that place but you built your houses on it so government has to destroy those houses so that they can construct the road to plan for and don't forget these plans have been on ground for a long time it's not like government is just coming up and saying oh this place and i want to now use it for a road please i will have to destroy your house no that plan has been on ground if you had only investigated you would have known that this place you are about to build on has been outlined for a road or for a hospital mm-hmm. for a for a church or whatever it is you know for a public health center so those things are already there in the government record so it's up to you as an investor to ensure that you confirm like they say ignorance of the law 
it's not an excuse so be, just because you are ignorant of it that you didn't know you it's can't use that as an excuse mm. you have to know you have to find out you have to take that step you have to do your your homework before you you, you know invest now i mean this is where you come in this is where um, property lawyers come in because this is what you do investigating and making sure that every property that the client wants to purchase is cleared and is not encroaching like you said so anyone oh, yeah. listening should take this information because it's it's painful when you invest so much erecting a property and all of that and the next thing is down on the ground because you encroached sometimes governments won't even compensate you because they believe you are supposed you are the one looking for trouble <laughs> all all the time actually yeah exactly. all the time the only time you get compensated is if that place had not been a match for such if government yeah. had like for instance where government wants to now construct a railway you know uh, you know like what happened in some places recently mm-hmm. so they had to pay off people or relocate them to another place like okay want to construct so that's a different case entirely mm-hmm. so you get compensated but if you're building on already designated uh, public space then i'm sorry you, you wouldn't even get sufficient notice <laughs> to be for, before the oh, demolition <laughs> wow <laughs> so, so sad um, it's, it's very sad, sad. I mean, you need to do your due diligence. Uh, real estate is is one; it's booming. I mean, there are agents everywhere, so it's important. If you are listening, it's important that you get a property lawyer. It's important. This is why we are here. So we drum it into your ears. Get a property lawyer so you don't fall victim of this sad situation going on. So something that I I am always very um fascinated about is situations especially when it has to do with families and um, land disputes among villagers and family members and all of that where do we contact lawyers especially when you buy lands from families and the next thing here is not this particular person that is supposed to sell the land and now this one is not even, we're not even talking about agents um registered them um, land agents now we're talking about individual families so in situations like that how do you go about it as um, a property lawyer where where do you come in when it has to do with family yeah okay thank you so much okay so well the truth about it is family uh, buying properties from families is very complicated Uh especially if it's a large family like an extended family so if you're buying from mr and mrs uh, john for instance that's a very simple transaction it's the wife and the husband that owns the property so they're selling to you but where you're buying from the johnson's family mm. which is like a very large community or a large family a new, um, extended family with uncles aunties and they all they claim to the property or you're buying from a community where the property is like an ancestral property mm-hmm. so there are certain steps you have to you know follow but like i said it's complicated 
okay. even when you follow those steps you might still have issues so you know um the way to go about it you also have to have a lawyer going with you because yeah. that's how they these people know you are serious about the, the transaction in many cases you buy a land and then before the ink of the paper uh, signature dries up they sold it to another person else, yeah. so that happens a lot that's it's a very complicated so um there are two ways to go about it or to look at it first in some cases in lagos state um if you're buying in lagos state make sure it's a registered property okay so registered in terms of the, there has to be some title documents if you're buying from a family that has not done their own documentation mm-hmm. with the government that's where the risk becomes higher okay but if you're buying from a family there are lots of families that are selling land in Lagos. They have documents. They have what is called extension mm-hmm. or CFO. So if you're buying a property from a family that has a CFO or a community that has a CFO, then you have to ensure that you're talking to the legitimate uh, leaders of that community or family. So there's always the principal members. There are the principal members that which is the head, mm-hmm. and then some other members. So if the head is involved, and the principal members, let's assume you have the head, which is like the king or the head of the family, with two other members or three other members. Sometimes if it's communities, then each household may have me have a representative okay some small communities can have like 10 households so like let's say john community or let's say Ibej community mm-hmm. so a community may have the Boguro household so that king of that community is holding the property in trust of that of the other of all the households sometimes they sh- the properties but because the documentation is one one documentation covers everything so it now also depends on which household land is being sold okay if it's the Goguro household so you need uh the king and maybe two other representatives mm-hmm. but basically when a lawyer is involved what the first thing we do is to check who are the signatories Okay. of that property mm-hmm. so once we have the signatories of the community we get them to sign and once those signatories sign you have to take possession immediately so when you take possession uh you have less less uh worries because if anything happens you know your source you know you are dealing with the right community uh community head you didn't just go to somebody in his house you went to maybe the palace or you know whatever you know mm-hmm. where the community head stays you know that this is the right person so if anything happens you know exactly where to go so these people when they know you know all these things they even try to protect their image and they yeah. don't mess with you mm-hmm. it's when you try to do it without knowing the right thing to do or uh-huh. going with a quack uh 
a representative, that's when issues begin to arise. So, like I said, if you're buying from a registered uh, owner, yeah, your worries are less. But when it's not registered, you may you still need to go through the process. We need to investigate, and to be sure, one thing that always happens in those unregistered uh, properties is disputes. Like the community I mentioned now that has different family heads or family, uh, yeah, families, they could have disputes, internal disputes to say, okay, this family is the owner of this land. So when you buy and you are not sure, you did not do your proper investigation, mm-hmm. you could find out that there is a dispute on that land, already. which dispute may even get to court. Mm. So that's already like an issue for you because when you are paid to one family and then you now realize that family is not the owner of that land Mm. then for you to keep that land you may have to now pay the new family some money which might even be the same amount that you have paid before paying double for one property (laughs) exactly because if you go back to that family they would have shared the money and spent it how do you now want them to start putting it together and paying you back it's yeah. already gone so mm-hmm. if you now like if you if that land is a land you feel like you can't lose you might have to pay again so those are the issues that people face when you know they don't do the right thing so if you're if your appetite for risk is very low ensure you're buying a registered property but if you because those registered ones are more expensive but if it's the unregistered one it's always cheaper mm-hmm. it's a lot cheaper because there's no uh, proper documentation so that but the risk is very very high the risk of losing the property the risk of it not you know being the rightful i mean being sold to you by the rightful owner and the risk of even government not approving whatever documentation you present mm. government may decide not to not to you know give out that property to that family and we told it so those are the risks that you face when you are buying an unregistered property so oh. it all depends on your you know on how large your appetite for risk risk is mm. there's this um concern most times people who were willed properties by their parents maybe 10, 15, 20, 40 years ago. And um, they wake up one day and they want to claim their their properties. And the thing is, you come to the place where it is supposedly yours and you're seeing things differently. People have probably built on the land and all of that. How do you go about such situations? How do you go about, especially when there's a whole of development that has happened in that environment? First of all, how do we even begin to locate which is yours? And even if you locate it and you discover it's been taken, how do you go about the whole process? Wow. This is uh this is Mount Everest. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is a Mount Everest question, actually. Uh, because first I'll have to dissect it and take it one. Okay, first thing is um, if a property is being willed to you, mm-hmm. maybe like from your the scenario you described, it's probably a land that has been forgotten and abandoned for a long time. And then 
all of a sudden you just decide oh let me go and look for that property 40 years later or 50 years later yeah and then you get there things have changed development has happened well of a truth we've had a scenario like that okay. which i personally handled someone uh a client he has just returned from abroad he was born in the u.s he has been living there but he decided to relocate his mother has died like you know more than 30 years ago and all of that and then he just came up and said there's this property this land in fact the name of the street then and the local government has been changed you know it was mm. lagos had like only three or four local governments back then mm. or thereabouts so you know so the local government had changed and all of that but thankfully he had a survey plan mm-hmm. so with the survey plan we were able to locate the property so that's the importance of survey plans mm-hmm. uh, luckily for him that the place had been developed i mean the surrounding place but his land was left there untouched mm, and we were able to reclaim the land but in some cases uh, development will have happened and your land will have been in fact even when government sells some lands they usually put a clause that says if you don't build if you don't develop within so so uh years yeah government has a right to reclaim the land from you mm. so so if you find yourself in such a case ensure you have the survey plan okay. or if you are sure possession was taken by your parents then you have to like find out how to locate the land but if you have your survey plan not to worry you can always locate the land now the second part is if your land has been encroached upon mm-hmm. and it's the law that says if that person has been on that land for 20 years or more you can't have a right to claim that land anymore wow with the person if it's not like you authorize if it's that you authorize the person to live there and say when i come back i'm coming to claim it that's a different case but someone who has encroached on maybe bought from a family that sold to your parents you know they went back to resell the land and your parents didn't you know do the needful and then that person has been living there for 20 years maybe has even died and willed the property to his own children Hmm. Uh, well, sadly, you cannot reclaim that land, but wow. because it's already more than twenty years, so that's why it's important, you know, for proper things to be done when you purchase a property. If you know you are not going to develop it immediately, and it's in a bushy environment, you have to take possession, build a fence around it, mm-hmm. look for people that are, you know, this. Uh, homeless people or you know someone that you know can can just build something like a small shed or a small or a room apartment put the person there let the person live there rent free be contacting the person you know all of that can help to secure your property once in a while maybe twice a year visit the place mm-hmm. you know, if you are abroad have your representative visit the place you know so that's how it's done and you know with that you can always 
have your property if you know you're not going to build for you don't need that land for anything you sell it off and buy something closer to where you can True. develop you know so yeah, you can't just leave land for 40 years and just wake up one day and say <laughs> oh i have a land somewhere let me go check yeah something might have happened so you cannot rule out that fact wow and the, the bottom line of, of this whole conversation is doing the needful getting the real people on board when it's exactly, exactly. so getting the real getting so, like, on board immediately mm-hmm. so you don't go into issues that you shouldn't even yeah. get into. so like for for us if you're dealing with my law firm or if you're dealing with me you can contact me as the first thing as the first step and we would help you outline all the steps you need to take and we have a group of professionals that we work with we work with estate agents we work with land surveyors so we can provide our one-stop benefit for you so once you contact us and don't forget also those professionals we deal with based on our relationship they offer discounted prices unlike if you have to go to them i mean individually so we work with we synergize with them to ensure that you know our clients are satisfied in, in terms of what they're looking for so it's important to contact a lawyer some other um, professionals for instance like the estate agent when you contact them they might not have a lawyer to to link you with they will just tell you get a lawyer but that's what makes us different we know the market we know the professionals once you contact us you have no worries about you know getting a survey plan or getting the coordinates we already have that all that covered because we work with other professionals wow and so to make it easier for anyone listening i'm going to leave a contact um, of Ezra in the description of the episode so if you want to invest in real estate or you have someone that is interested in investing just um, contact Ezra and it's 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 easier and is um is less stressful when you have professionals handling this especially legal issues for you because I, I, I hate when it has to do with the law i don't want trouble <laughs> so please, <laughs> if you want to invest in real estate please as soon as possible in fact the moment you are thinking about making that investment also think about getting a legal person involved and please if you listen to this episode and you want to get in touch with Ezra he's a professional he's been doing this for a long time so get in touch with him there'll be a contact detail on the description of the episode so get in touch with him and I'm sure he's going to he's going to treat you well <laughs> he'll treat you fine <laughs> thank you so much for joining me today thank you for this episode Ezra thank you so much thank you so much thank you I really appreciate I'm grateful and I look forward to talking to you my wonderful host Ozzy and Yoji thank you so much <laughs> alright have a good day bye bye you too you too bye okay guys you heard it all if you want to invest in real estate I'm sure you know what to do already 
This is the last episode of our second season on the show. I am so excited and I am most grateful. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for always following, for connecting with me, for um, sharing. I see the comments. I see all of the things you do in helping us grow this channel. Thank you so much. But you know I am not going to go away because I'm going to come back next week. But this time around, it's going to be for something different. So from next week, we are going to go into our break, as we always do. We'll go into our season break. But this time around, I'm going to be having special people come on the show and talk to you. So if you want to know the people I'm bringing on the show, join me next week for another exciting episode. This is Richard Arabo's podcast. My name remains Ozioma Anyoji, and I will talk to you guys next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.